It's time for Breathe Again Magazine, the radio show. A moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. Listen to real-life testimonies from women and men just like you who have gone from victim to victorious. Sit back, listen, connect in the chat room, and share the show with a friend. Here's your host, author, and motivational speaker, Nicole Cleveland. Welcome to Breathe Again, the radio show. I am your host, Nicole Cleveland, and I am here to just share victorious testimonies of faith, victorious testimonies of victory from individuals just like yourself, those that have gone through the fire, came out the fire, and now they're here to share their story with you. You know, we do what we do so that people are not suffering in silence, so they don't feel like they're by themselves and no one understands because how many of us know that when we are in the thick of it, we are in our valley situation, we feel like no one understands. We feel all alone and we feel isolated. But we want you to know, if you are going through that valley experience right now, that you are not alone and God is yet with you. And we made it, so you're going to make it as well. So hang on in there, my brother, my sister, whatever you're going through, you got this. God's got you, and you are going to make it. Hey, I'd love to connect with you online. You can uh, reach out to us at breatheagainmagazine.org, or you can connect with me at NicoleCOnline.com, NicoleCOnline.com. Connect with us online. Y'all know I hate when you say, Follow me because only follow me as I follow Christ. So connect with me on our social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Breathe Again and Breathe Again Magazine on Facebook. And you can connect with me at Nicole C. Online. That's at Nicole C. Online. That's Facebook, Facebook. Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm excited, excited, excited for the show today. I really am. Suicide is so, so popular nowadays, and it's so sad that the enemy is tricking individuals into believing that this is the best route. I have a show for you on today. I have the one and only Prince McIntyre, and he is going to jump on the line, and he's going to talk a little bit about uh, his stage play, his organization, his company, and his story, you know, why he does what he, he does. And he is co-owner with his lovely wife of Equally Yoked Entertainment. He's also a writer, director, songwriter. He's the main character in his stage play, My life matters. My life matters. Go out there and connect with him, and he'll he'll let you know how you can do that in just a few minutes. But I'm just excited. I'm excited for what God is doing in our lives and all that he is opening up the doors for us and and allowing us to walk through doors. And he's shutting some doors, too. Can you say amen? Because some of the doors need to be shut as well. So we're going to go right into our prayer. And then after the prayer, you will hear from Chris McIntyre. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Father, Father, you hear our hearts this morning. We do not want to settle 
We didn't want to find our comfortable position and put up our tent there and be happy with you blessing me and mine. Father, we understand today that forgiveness and reconciliation and blessing and favor is given for reason, Lord God. It is given for purpose, Father. And today, God, we say, forgive us, forgive us, Father, when we have taken on this attitude. Oh, God, of all you've done. Father, use us, God, use us, pick us, choose us, Father. We want to spend ourselves. Father, I want to get to heaven with a life poured out, not with a life that looks perfect, Father. I want it to not look good. I want it to be good, Father. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. Let our love be seen, Father God, on this earth. Let our love be carved out, Father God, on the pavements of our neighborhood. Let our love be carved out for you, Father. Oh, Jesus, for the lonely. Lord, for the state that we were in. We were in that state, God. Yet someone bothered to take the time and present you to us. We'll never, ever take it for granted. And in turn, we live our lives as a thank you. As a thank you, Father. As a thank you. Amen, amen, and amen. That was Darlene Sheck and Israel and New Breed. Love, love, love that prayer. I really believe it sets the atmosphere of the show and the testimonies that come forth um, because I really don't want my life to just look good. I want it to be good. And every day that we get up, we should live our lives as a thank you. Many are going away. Many are transitioning, and they're not leaving this, this earth at 80, 90 years old any longer. They are leaving at 25 and 30 and 35 years old. So every day we get to see another day, we should live it as a thank you. And that's my prayer, and I hope it's your prayer too. Now let's jump right into the show, jump right into the show. We have the uh, uh, director and the playwright, the actor, songwriter, Writer, TV producer, none other than Prince Cray McIntyre. I'm probably chopping his name up. He is the co-founder of Equally Yoked Entertainment, along with his lovely wife, um, and he is the writer-director of My Life Matters. It's all about suicide prevention and telling his story. So I'm going to bring him on the line. Prince, are you there? I'm here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for being our guest today. Um, Prince, I said a little bit about who you were, so how would you describe yourself to the audience? I am just a a person that was delivered, you know, um, and I look at myself now as a vehicle to bring this message that God told me years ago to do after he delivered me from suicide. And so I'm just your brother, I'm your friend, I'm your relative, I'm your family member, however you want to put it, um, you can call me whatever you want, but just don't call me out of my Savior, you know, call me out of my name. But I am so excited. Um, I think I did a million interviews, but this is the first time I'm a little nervous because I got my seven-year-old with me, 
and I'm more nervous right now than any other other interview I've ever done. Oh, no, no, don't be nervous. It's just old <laughs> friends chatting, just old friends chatting. Yeah, we're going to bring Jada on the line in a few minutes at the end of the interview because you have a little world changer there in your house, and it's your daughter, and she's going to talk a little bit about her movement as well, and I'm excited to have her on the show. But I pulled up a few yes. statistics about suicide, and um, yes. they read suicide is the tenth leading cause of death in the U.S. And yeah. in 2017, 47, over 47,000 Americans died by suicide, and an estimated 1.4 million suicide attempts were made in the yeah. year 2017. Prince, talk to me wow. a little bit about why suicide is near and dear to your heart. What's your story? Right, thank you. Well, my story is that um, I lost my aunt, my auntie, as we say in New Jersey, my aunt, um, and she took her life. Um, she was a, a she was a school teacher in the in the Baltimore City school system, and she was like the rock of our family. When I had my troubles and when I was going through my battles and struggles, she would be that person I pick up the phone and call. Um, although my mother was was around me, but my auntie is always found she always found the right words to say to encourage me to keep me to keep me going and you know our family moved from South Carolina into New Jersey and and you know we were we were going through some some tough times and my auntie was the one that I could pick up the phone and she'd guide me never in a million years would I can imagine her out of all people taking their lives and so I learned and and when I've seen her go through those things and all my other Aunts and uncles were in denial, like, no, it couldn't have been. She must be slipped and failed, and they tried to cover up a lot of things. So that took a lot for me. And on the top of me going through relationships and living in my studio and losing cars and um, getting terminated from good jobs, good-paying jobs, I decided to give up on life because I didn't have my rock there anymore. And so I was isolated in my studio. And I realized that when you're in isolation, the devil comes around you when you're in isolation. Yeah. And so he yes. was speaking to me and telling me to take my life. And it was two friends that are mutual friends of ours that actually came to me, Kevin and Darcel, and they brought me to Bible yeah. study. And, and, you know, I was going to Church of God in Christ in New Bethel, and I was trying to get myself back together, going to Bible studies. But I still was hurting, and no one of you, none of you guys knew that I was going oh through this God. pain, and I, I just wanted to, it to go away. And I just decided to take myself out and, and take my life one one day. This was this, this, this certain day, this day, that, God, I just didn't want to get up anymore. And I just kept hearing the voices over my studio board, and God was saying, get up, your life matters, get up. And I kept hearing mm-hmm. these voices and I always realized my moms, my auntie, my grandma always said that, son, you got a calling on your life. I thought I was making up these things, and I kept hearing these voices, Nicole, and it kept saying, your life matters. Get up. Get up. Yeah. And write down all the things that that's worth living for. And and I just started putting things down. I'm talented. I'm gifted. You given, you gave me a gift without repentance. Um, and yeah. Kev and Darcel would tell me to read Psalms, and I was reading, and 
and then I, I was studying, and I was around all you anointed people, and we did plays, and I was on the stage acting and getting convicted on the stage when we did yeah. Birth of Knowledge, and I was going through a lot of battles, and demons was fighting me, and God said, your life matters. And keep in mind, let me just say this. This was years ago, maybe 10 to 12 years before I actually did my life. There was mm-hmm. a denial. I still didn't want to talk about it. I still was afraid to be transparent. So I realized being transparent is sort of healing for your soul. When you forgive and when you're transparent, it's healing for your soul. And I think as Christians, we're not a lot, we don't feel the, the, the need to be transparent because we don't want no one to talk about us. But at the same token, the church is our hospital is where we should get our healing from. And so I've learned to accept the fact that I try to take my life. Yeah, yeah, I had these issues. Yeah, I was divorced. Yeah, I was got repossessed. My cars were taken. Yeah, I got kicked out of homes. You know, but at the same token, by me bringing these issues up to surface, God showed me a way to 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 that this was a it's going to heal my soul. And so He said, "Go tell your story." And from that point, yeah, I, I met my friend from school. We were on our East Side High School um, chat line and. And and Deborah, my wife, she was writing a play called Jesus on Death Row. She didn't know, you know, I'm in Pat, I'm in Jer- I'm in Virginia Beach, there in Jersey. They didn't know what I was going through, and right. and it, the, the story keeps going on, man. It was just amazing how we connected, and and the rest is history. Yeah, that was so. a blessing, a blessing. Let's back up a little bit because you dropped um, something, and we need to unpack it. So you said you were around all these anointed people and no one knew you were going through because I really think that there's a stigma out here that says that a person that is going to, is contemplating suicide looks a certain way or they act a certain way because most times when it does happen, and I do want to say I'm so sorry about your aunt um, and uh, my prayers are with you and your family, but most times people do say they didn't look like that. They look like they had it all all together. Can you speak right. to that? Because I think so many of us um, are baffled or we're surprised because people could really go, they're depressed and they're going through, but all the while they're acting, they're going to work, they're taking care of their family. Right. And thank you. Um, depression to me is like high blood pressure. It's unseen. It's a silent killer. It's like you don't know when a person really depressed because they put on this stigma. They put on this outfit. Yeah. You know, you know, Nicole. They put on this outfit and make you think yeah. that they're living okay and they're all good. And that's that's a real big problem with with people who are saved or people who are of a religion background, and they they just feel that in need of never to show that. And we can never truly heal and help each other if we don't talk about it. And that's the number one thing is when someone's trying to take their life, um, they really go into they, – they show a little – they show a different person outside, but when they are inside, they're suffering. They want a pain to go away. And, and my pride came involved with me asking for help. I could have easily asked you. I could have easily spoke to oh, Darcelle. Yeah. I could have easily spoke yeah. to Kevin. Kevin, like, that's my big brother who, who was like a vehicle – to me, getting saved because he he stayed with me, stayed on me, he stayed encouraging me. Now I felt embarrassed to mention that to him or Levi or any of my other brothers or extended brothers. I felt embarrassed. Number one, that you know I didn't want them to see me this way, but realize I didn't realize. And this is why I know this is all God 
because the statistics that you just dropped on us, a lot of people didn't have, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm special for God. We all are special in our way. But I had the, the, the ability that I had friends that, that was, would come get me, you know, and at least I, 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 I thought my brother and my sister, they could pick up on things, but no one, they wouldn't, I, I felt they would not have believed me, Nicole, because I'm always the one giving. I'm always the you one starting the stuff up. I'm always the, the one. Exactly. I'm always the one encouraging somebody to do something. And, and you know, I, that's who I am, you know. And I'm always pushing people into their purpose. And, that, and that's, again, part of my DNA. But I just felt embarrassed. I, I really did. And yeah, and I know yeah. that it's all a it's all a spiritual demon. It's a demon that comes to attack God's favor, and it comes to attack our gifts. And so this is why it's very important that I do my life matters because I am going to tell my story. I'm going to be transparent, and I'm going to try to help people, especially men. And here's mm. another thing to your statistics: men act carry the act out more so than our women. Women may think yeah. about it more, but men carry the act out more than our women. And to add to your statistics, bully side, the, uh, it was a report, and I would have, should have had my notes available, where that they, they, they did a survey to the emergency room around the United States, and more kids have came through that hospital with, with suicidal thoughts or made an attempt on their lives and it was all stemmed from bullying. My God. Where that now our babies, yeah. your child age, my daughter's age, yeah. are taking their lives. No, you're right, you know, because I so just I- saw the other day, I just saw the other, I think it was yesterday that this young boy committed suicide because he was being bullied because he was gay. And he, he took his own life, and I think he was maybe yep. 16 or 17. He was a, yeah. He was a freshman in high school. His name yes. is Nigel. Yeah, and, okay. and, and I try to, and, and the thing is, Nicole, I, I don't try to keep up with this thing because I, I don't want their story to be on my stage. I don't want no kid's story to be on my stage. But it seems as if God always finds a way for these folks to reach out to me and and – for encouragement, for some confident building or some prayer. So I get a lot of that, Nicole. I get a lot of people inboxing me. Can you share this? Can you come to my city? My booking agent, and, and, and again, it's sad. You know, I don't want this. I don't want to be, I want to beat people to the punch. I want to be in the city before it happens. I don't want no one, yeah. I, I don't yeah. feel good having someone call me, come to my city, and my niece took her life, and I need to, we need to get uh-huh. the community behind us to, put more enforcement in school, yeah. and I'm like, I, I really don't want to do, I, I mean, I accept, but that's not, I, I said, Lord, sure, please, sure, sure. let me beat them to the punch. Let me be there in advance. Sure, yeah, sure, this sure. is why I do what I do. Yeah. Commendable. Um, That's the word that I give you. Ver- commendable for what, I commend you for what you're doing and the story that you're sharing. And, um, where you're going with it now? You did menace, you did mention that people call you and you like to go to cities. So, so are you open for that? Someone may be listening right now, and they may say, "Oh, we really need this in our our city. We need to bring this to our state." Are you open for that? How does one book you? Um, I am open. I am open um, for that. 
it's just sometimes it's just I get it saddens my it it hurts my heart to know that yeah. right now, um, um, the aunt of um, Kenzie Adams, which is a nine-year-old young lady that took her life in Alabama, wants me to bring the play to Atlanta to raise money for their foundation for her, and um, we're working that out right now in Atlanta for um, August, and then we're going to Harlem in September. It was August, but it's pushed back because because of that. She wanted she wanted she want me to come before the closing of the summer, and then a lady in Tennessee whose son took her life wants me to come there. So yeah, I'm open for that. Um, you can connect with me, which I like that Nicole when you said connect, not follow, because we we are followers yeah. of Christ, and I would rather you follow him than me. Um, so they can connect with me on on on, on Instagram. Um, I always change my name up there. I have a thousand names. Yeah, Uncle I saw that. Me. You didn't change it. You're the <laughs> uncle or something. <laughs> I just changed it. I just, I just changed it just because, you know, I, I'm trying to keep up with my youngsters in the house, you know, changing their username. And, but we are on Facebook, Equally Yoke um, uh-huh. Enterprises on Facebook. That's um, Equally Yoke Enterprises on Facebook. Or you can just follow me, Prince Creed McIntyre, MC. E N T Y R E, and that's Cree C R E. You just put it up and it will come up. I'm probably the only person with a crazy name like that. But um, and I'll yeah, have all of the that. links, listeners. I'll have all of his links as well and how information on how to contact him. Uh, Prince, talk to me a little bit about the stage play, My Life Matters. You um, you mentioned it a little bit. You dropped it here. You dropped it there. But what is the synopsis of My Life Matters? Combination of real stories with a little, I would not say fantasy, but with a little imagination where we go to this imaginary place um, called Cloud Nine, and in that place um, there's a professor who's portraying my auntie. Um, There's me who's coming out as the narrator um, who's telling his story about how he was battling suicide. And then here's the thing. Every person on my stage has a connection with the issues that we're speaking on, suicide, domestic violence, um, bullying, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, pretty much gun violence. And everyone that's on the stage through these magical or these these powerful headphones do song and dance. This is why, you know, I, like, like, for example, you know, we got, we, got, we got praise dancing. We got, of course, hopefully I can get you a little minister on my stage. Mining. Um, we have those, you know, singing, um, and it's all. It's it's also. Let me just say this because a lot of times people say play about suicide. Oh man, it's going to be dark. No, we have fun. I speak about living and having fun. I speak about how God delivered me and let's have fun. I speak to yeah. the bullies and tell people I was a bully, but I changed and God transformed me from being a bully to a man of God. So you can go through those storms, but know that in those storms, it's going to produce your story. I have an artist that um, she auditioned in front. Matter of fact, she auditioned today. Michelle came to dance. The lady, Gia, didn't, we did not know that she was battling and contemplating suicide. She My stayed God. after and shared that with me and Deborah. And we wondered why she was sticking around, and she just started crying because she said, Two or three months ago, I tried to take my life. 
and I'm on a stage. Now I've got a minister, and I said, that's why God delivered you. And so every person on the stage has a connection with that, with those issues. You know, I have a, you know, so My Life Matters is a true story based on our, we, we're actors up there, but we're, we're telling our story. And yeah. that's one of the things that I have to say um, that's going to make it a little more, that's going to make it different than the average stage play. Because yeah. this is really- and you're phenomenal. You are phenomenal in the play as well because you are one of the actors and you give your all, you give your all to the performance because you're really ministering. You really are. Um, and this is your ministry. And I know you said a few times earlier that you didn't, you don't want to go there after someone commits suicide or you don't want to, you don't want that to be the case, but I believe you were chosen. And I believe God knew that he could trust you with it, and so, therefore, that's your calling, and that's your ministry now. Um, and you said yes to it, so, you know, God trusts you with it. Uh, Prince, what's been the feedback on the play? Because it's a powerful, powerful message, and I'm sure it's changing lives, and for the most part, starting a dialogue. I can really see yeah. it starting a dialogue and continuing that dialogue state to state. Thank you. Well, I mean, we're getting some good feedback, um, and one of the things you 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 witness the play, I bring the audience yes. on stage with me, and so the audience is part of the cast that just doesn't that they just don't show up for rehearsal. <laughs> so mm. the audience is mm. the main reason, um, you know, and I get the feedback from people because they say, and they they email me and they they call me or they they go on social media and. and and, and inbox me telling me I have never been to a play where I was involved. You know, even mm. to the point where they said forgiveness. They felt that that was effective, them being a part of this. So when they we went to Charlotte, when I left the stage, one of the guys' wife was kind of skeptical about coming to the play because she thought it was going to be like a real scary, you know, glorified. Doom and gloom. Right. So she was like, mm-hmm. I've never felt you come into the audience, like you came out in the audience. You was right there with us. And they felt the singing, they felt the dancing and everything that was just part of, you know I mean? They they can go home and just say, I was at a play where I was involved. And so my, the wow. meaning, the, the, the reason for this is to get people to talk. And yeah. again, we had people call us and say thank you because because I've seen the play. I was able to tell my husband, and this is a lady called us on the phone, and we invited her to to the play. I think the same show you guys were at, and this lady, um, she told us she was like now I was able to tell my husband because you know you was up there telling your story, and so I think the transparency and I think what you what you said is my calling is right. But you know how it is in ministry. Sometimes we just we don't want it. We 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 try. I to know. Run. I you can't gotta tell me. <laughs> you gotta tell me. I said, really, Lord? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, why well, I got to talk uh, about this dark stuff? Can well, I? I, I want to do makeup too. I want to do the design. <laughs> I'm like, can I teach somebody how to do their hair, and makeup, or something, <laughs> Lord? <laughs> um, so, 
Prince, you know, Breathe Again is a moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. Um, we want individuals to see, hear the story, but we also want to give them some solutions. If you had someone right now and they're going through what you went through, how would you minister to that individual? I want you to take about a minute and minister to that individual. They may be listening right now. They may be on the verge of uh, giving up, committing suicide, leaving their family. Pressure is just too great for them. I want you to take a minute or so and just minister to them right now as if they were standing in front of you. Yes, thank you. Basically, I, I would tell you, if that's you out there and you're contemplating taking your life, what I would tell you is to consult with God, speak to God, speak to, uh, uh, um, to someone. Don't be afraid. Put the pride aside um, because if you speak to someone that you can trust, that, you, that, you, that you're close to, it's okay. We all, suicide has no exemptions. Suicide is not based on your religion, your, 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 your sex, your, your, um, your, the color of your skin. Suicide, again, has no exemptions. It, it doesn't just look for the gangbanger. It doesn't, doesn't just look for the woman or the man. It just looks for someone who wants to forfeit their gift. Like God has given us a gift without repentance, and that's what they are. The enemy is after your gifts. If he can take you off of believing and trusting God for, for favor in life and trusting in God that he has given us a gift, and then he can tell you that you cannot wait any longer on your Christ or your God to come. Um, all I'm telling you is to just hold on, have hope, you know, trust in the Lord, pray, you know, because I, I didn't know how to pray to God. I thought you had to be super deep and word up, but I just didn't realize that if you talk to God like he's right there, like he's your friend, he will deliver you. Just ask God for what it is you want. God, I want to live tomorrow. God, I want the pain to go away. And, again, talk to someone. Please talk to someone. Um, yeah. And because that's your solution is talking. We're, we do not talk. We do not talk enough. Yeah, yeah. If you don't yeah. say Good anything, advice. you cannot get no healing. That's right. Good advice. So that's what and I would if tell you someone if you're yeah, and if you're contemplating suicide right now, there is a suicide prevention hotline. That's 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. There is an online chat. You can go online. You can put put in suicide hotline, and someone someone is out there, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Someone's out there to chat with you right now. So, Prince, uh, you have a little world changer in your house. You got a little mini me, mini me. And I've seen this young lady on Instagram um, doing little videos about um, her movement, and it is your baby girl, Jada. And she has a, a movement called Hands for Hugs. Um, so, if you could, I'd love to chat with her right now. She's here. Say hi, Jen. Hi, Jada. Hi. Hi, Jada. How are you? Good. Good. Well, I saw your video. My name is Miss Nicole. I'm the host of Breathe Again Radio Show and Podcast. And I saw your video, and I said, look at this powerhouse right here. Talk to me a little bit about your movement. What's Hands for Hugs? 
Um. Um. What is it about? It's like about um like not bullying and just. <laughs> and helping people, helping people that have gone through that and bullying is wrong. And I think that's what you were saying out there, and they just need to uh, stop bullying. Is that what you said? Yes. All right. Well, I just want to commend you for what you're doing. You're starting off early, and you're going to change the world, young lady. And I wish you much success on Hands for Hugs, Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> okay, you. thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> she like <didn't laughs> you can talk to you on some videos. Yes, um, yes. And you. listeners, if you'd like to see Jada's videos, you can go and uh, connect with his, her his her daddy. And what is your Instagram name? One more time, so they can look at those videos. Oh, it's um, it's equally yoke. Entertainment, but I, I changed my name. It's, it's called Uncle Prince Creed because I I'm just want to adopt a few nieces and nephews out there, some of the young folks. I'm trying to be cool, but it's it's Uncle Prince Creed, um, and that's it. It's on Facebook as well, Prince Creed McIntyre and Equally Yoke Entertainment Enterprises okay. as well. So. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, you're raising her right. She is going to be a world changer. Well, Prince, that has been our time. Uh, do you have any upcoming dates you want to share about My Life Matters? Any um, openings? Anything you want to put out there for people to know? Well, right now we have a few dates date pending. Um, again, um, I am looking to go to Atlanta in, in August. The Harlem date was pushed back because of the school system, so we're going to revisit that in September. But in the in the me in between, um, some local folks here in Hampton Roads area um, is is trying to put together something right now. So I will let people know that shortly, and it should be around like June or July, and we'll be in the Hampton Roads area before we hit the road. Um, so things pop up, um, and again, it's due to some unfortunate situations that I'm called to do these things. But you said, my sister, this is an assignment. This is my calling, and I pretty much I'm sold out. Yeah, amen, amen. And I'm sure you can take funds or someone want to make donations or help you do what you do because it costs money. It's not like uh, the the venues are free. It's not like uh, the things that you need to put the play on, the sets and all that is free. Um, there's money that's involved. So if they want to reach out, listeners, if you want to reach out or you know someone that wants to get behind him and invest and underwrite this My Life Matters, I'm sure you'd accept it, right, Prince? <laughs> I will, Miss Nicole. I mean, I will accept it. <laughs> Anything that can help you. are a little hesitant, my brother. Like, yeah, he'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful, yeah, wonderful. Mean, people can make donations. They can sow into our, our ministry. Um, and, again, Hands for Hugs, we're going to launch that, you know, on behalf of my daughter, inspired by Jada. And all of my daughters, they're, they, they're, they're givers, and, and I'm watching them, but I believe they are watching us. Yeah, um, so yeah, I am, um, I'm open for donations. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. 
All right, that has been our time. Prince, thank you so much for stopping by the show. Continue doing what you do. God is opening up doors for you, I'm telling you, and I, you you haven't seen what God is about to do for you. You really haven't. So stay the course, my brother. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having us. Continue to pray for me, and I will continue to pray for you. Thank you so much. Amen. I am honored, really. Amen. Thank you so much. All right, listeners, that has been our show for today. I was interviewing Prince McIntyre. He is the playwright, the director of My Life Matters. I want you to go online and check him out. Um, all of the links um, to connect with him will be in the actual show link. And connect with him. Reach out to him. Support those that are out here that are doing something, that he's changing people's lives and, and, and blessing individuals. So connect with him, follow him, support what he's doing. And, you know, that has been our time. Um, I tell you, God is good and God is faithful, and he's doing what he promised us he would do. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Again, follow us on our social media uh, outlets. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Breathe Again. You can connect with us on Breathe Again and myself at Nicole C. Online. And if you have a victorious testimony, if God has brought you out and you know it was nobody but God, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to interview you. Go to breatheagainmagazine.org and you can fill out that share your story form. Do the uh, radio show submission form. We'll get back with you and get you on the show because your story is not just for you. God didn't bring you out for you to just sit at home, watch TV, or or just uh, put it inside you and never share it. Somebody needs to hear your story because you are their hope. Um, they have no hope until they hear what you've gone through, and then they can say, mm, if Prince did it or if Nicole did it or if Sonia did it, I know I can do it too. I can make it because God did it for them too. So God bless you. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you are a new listener, thank you so much. I hope you come back. Um, and, you know, I never say goodbye. I always say until next time. God bless you and have a super fabulous day.